There have never been more options for your next vehicle, but the right choice has never been clearer. That's because Toyota has a high-performing hybrid built for your exact needs, like the stylish all-new Camry XSE Hybrid and Venza, the spacious Highlander and all-new Sienna with more cargo space, and the fuel-efficient and high-performing RAV4 Hybrid. Toyota hybrids save you time and money, filling up less often at the gas station. And of course, all with 10-year, 150,000-mile warranty on new models. Take the next step. Visit Toyota. Toyota.com slash hybrid or your local Toyota dealership to learn more. ¿Qué tal amigos? Mi nombre es Roman Rojas y Tremenda Vaina es el podcast donde te contamos cuatro historias que desafían la realidad. De las cuatro historias solamente una es mentira. ¿Cuál será? En el último episodio de Tremenda Vaina te contamos de un muchacho en China que vendió una parte de su cuerpo para comprarse un iPad. ¿Será verdad? ¿Será mentira? Suscríbete en iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify o tu plataforma favorita. También nos puedes seguir en Twitter, Instagram o Facebook. El mundo enfrenta una pandemia. Encuentre respuestas y acceda a información veraz y confirmada en el especial de NTN24 sobre coronavirus COVID-19. Escuche los contenidos de NTN24 en su plataforma de podcast favorita. Ok, guys. Memorial Weekend is this weekend. Woohoo! Which means yeah. the beaches open up. Mm. So, my question to you guys are: What do you prefer, the beach or the pool? Frank! Uh, I prefer neither because growing up, I always went to Orchard Beach, so I was dodging syringes or mojones. Yeah. And if I was taken to the pool, beach. I was always waddling in a baby's uh, uh, piss pool. So I okay. prefer none. Okay. Thank you, guys. I'm on the same wavelength. No pun intended. Wave. Get it? Oh, no. <laughs> uh, I don't actually do either. Like, if I go to the beach, I'll do the sand, but not the water. Because you, you see everybody's faces. They're all peeing. They're all peeing in the beach. Neither. I would I would do Water Park. Shout out to Dorney wow. Park, Wild Water Kingdom. Yes. Allentown, Pennsylvania, which is not a neighborhood I want to hang out in mm. if I'm not in Dorney Park, Wild Water Kingdom. We have listeners uh, from Allentown. Uh, yeah, no, it's great, but just watch your back. <laughs> uh, I'm with Frank. I went to Chocha Beach back in 2001, and I was surrounded by a diaper and a needle, and I was like, I'm done. Yeah, and tampons and shit. Uh. What's up? What's going on? This is the Latinos Out Loud podcast. Damn, Frank. Frank. Frank is like shooting up this whole. Frank is cookie free today. So he's he's amped. He's cookie free. Frank has some good. It's like Al Caponing it over here. He's got some good Frank Spiracy news up his sleeves. I can see it. He's excited. He cannot wait to jump in. Maybe we should switch the order around and just let him kick. I'm honestly, I honestly think Frank's going to be the one that has a spin off podcast. Yeah. It's really in depth. I would no listen to what? yours more than ours, actually. Wow. Okay. No, no, no. I'm kidding. Think, I'm kidding. I think he would prepare for it a lot, so it would only be once a month. Because yeah. he would have, he would make it like three hours and like really go in depth with some of these like conspiracies. Frank, how do you feel about that link I sent you? There's 
an unknown name website that doing some fake news. I saw that. And I'm feeling like they are uh, mm, certain peoples. I think they're hearing our stuff. Yeah, Frank. I... You can't be starting conspiracy theories with a conspiracy theorist because, of course, <laughs> he's going to run with it. But anyway, this is the Latinos Allowed podcast, episode number 21. Oh, what a good number. Yeah. Remember when you were 21? Oh, my God. That was a good birthday, oh, wasn't like 90- it? Those that was were an, uh, some very good. That was in ninety one. That was in ni- no. <laughs> you stopped yourself. That was in ninety two thousand three. Mm, here we go. Two thousand. That was two thousand three. I was uh, twenty one. Mm. <laughs> anyway, uh, hi, it's Rachel La Loca. Hi, I'm Juan Bago. Difference. Frank. Bless Spir- you. Frank Spiracy Nibs. Nice. We're here again, people. Here we are. We are. Yeah. yeah. Every week. Every week. Every week feels good. How you guys feel? We haven't feeling? missed a week, right? No. 2018, we're we're perfect. Solid. Yeah, we've Solid. both been good. We've Do we been. all have perfect attendance? Oh, no, I don't. No, right? you don't. I, I think I missed a day. I think I missed a day. You but let it be known that in the history of this podcast, you know I've only that? missed one. That's right. Yeah, it was a pretty impressive sp- streak for a while. Yeah, we should You held board. over Mike for a while. <laughs> I missed a half. Yeah, Mike did a weird thing where he missed. How he came in half, well, I, middle if, of the show, and it was like, if oh. you want to be transparent, it was it was my aunt's uh, wake, which I trooped it up and I went halfway right after the wake. Yeah, I forgot. Now I feel bad. So uh, <laughs> moving on, Damn, Jamie. Damn. Well, we have to shout out all of our new listeners because week after week we are getting some new ones. Yeah, yeah, hitting us up and letting us know what they think, which is yeah. fantastic. So thank you and you and you. Yeah. You know who I'm talking to. That's right. You know I'm about numbers. We're up to 114 ratings. That Whoa. is amazing, you guys. Yeah, we're moving on quick. iTunes. And 100 is from me taking the phone and be like, "Yo, can I see your phone real quick?" Yo, why are you giving away the strategy for, son? <laughs> Shut up, yo. Damn. No, I mean, look, people are telling us that we got a good thing going. And just so y'all know, every week we come here and we try to one-up ourselves, don't we? That's right. I mean, except for Bago. But, like, we all come here <laughs> and we try to do better and better and I better. Think, I thought after the talk we had before the show, you were not diss me, but you're still... You're still with it. Like, you know, you egg me on. And once you, like, you know, put the eggs on the platter, what do you want me to do? Bring them back to the kitchen? There was someone did utter in the studio when you guys were having that conversation. I, I feel tension in the room. Mm. So I apologized. And then Rachel's like, <laughs> I and was, it was just a janitor. Kidding. It was a janitor so, was just mopping. And he Mike just is very good in that. Like, he'll be like, listen, I'm not trying to offend you. You're pregnant. I know. And I'm like, first of all, stop using it as a handicap. Like, I'm not even. Have I been? You, you have I been? Every time you're late, you're like, you're sorry, I'm pregnant. But that's not an emotional <laughs> excuse. That's a physical excuse that okay. I'm getting slower and well, that's slower. Well, that's how she got, found out she was pregnant because she, she was late. Right? So. <laughs> Jamie! Jamie! Jesus, Jamie. Speaking. Not even in like two minutes in. Mm. Rachel, we were talking um, behind the scenes about your son and the situation that happened on Sunday. Oh, we're going to go there? Yeah, mm-hmm. let's go there. Because oh, this God. is a topic that Frank feels very, very... Um, opinionated about well you as my brothers as my brethren i tell you all the happenings in my life and i went to a second birthday party on sunday with my son which i love going to because it's so much fun to see little humans run around and do stuff you know Mm -hmm. the way they communicate and they throw cake at each it's just so cute (laughs) anyway it was a great time everybody was playing basketball his dad was there which was fantastic usually i do the birthday thing but he came and we're all seated there having a good time and all of a sudden this little punk seven-year-old comes up to my son what? and pushes him down on nah. the floor for no reason. Oh, no. no heads up. He was like, yo, yo. Not Boom. even. My kid was playing with like a little Nerf ball or something like, la, 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 look at me having fun. Boom. Wow. And this kid just knocks him on his ass. I saw the whole thing go down. And Edgar, my husband, just sat there. And I looked at him. I was like, 
did you, are you gonna, are you gonna do it? And I ran over there, whoop, like on a magic carpet. I landed right in front of the kid. I'm like, hey, you don't push little kids. And then he ran away, I guess, looking for his mommy. A little. You, you were ready to get it in with the mom, I guess, huh? I was looking for the mother. <laughs> I was like, who, is anybody gonna claim this kid? No, because nobody claims him. Was he a birthday crasher? Maybe he just like <laughs> came in off the street, just pushing random kids. I'm not used to this, honestly. Like, this happened to me several times at the dog park before right. I was a human mom when I was a dog mom. Like, right. And the first thing you do is the dog parents come out and they're like, I'm sorry, he's, you know, he's horny, whatever, you know, whatever the case may be. Okay. You know what I mean? Horny, wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, right. that's why dogs hump each other and, like, sometimes get into confrontation. It's like a man, like, he's you know. He's very sexual right now. Mm. Um, <laughs> yeah, I couldn't say that about my son. I'm sorry, my son, he's too, he's horny. It's not, it's a different kind of <laughs> argument. Yeah, that's so little. So, for I, the fifth. The five-year part, birthday party. Maybe you want to plan to give him some like karate lessons or boxing lessons. Decision already made, Frank. Whoa. I'm actually looking into like either karate okay. or like jujitsu or some kind of throat At strangling two? thing. Wow. I don't know. But he's gonna definitely once he turns three in a few weeks, we're gonna get him into some kind of self-defense because he did nothing. But then again, what does he know to he's do? He's a baby. He's two. He's, he's not two even three, three yet. Get out your old Taibo DVDs <laughs> and just be like, look, we're gonna go double time right now. What is that line, though? Like, where does does that barrier exist? And, like, you know, when do you step in as a parent? Like, when do you... No, you gotta let it be. Yeah. What? I got beat up for, like, three years in a row. There you you go. Gotta, you I know you off. did recently. Yeah. I'm talking about when you were a toddler. Oh, uh, uh, okay. He doesn't pay his bookie on time. <laughs> like, I couldn't believe Edgar just sat there. Well, that's what, that's, he, he, that's he, what he, you he, do. He wants, he wants DJ to become... Independent. A, independent and, yeah. and fight back. That's embarrassing in the streets if mommy comes and tries to break it up. Mm. I didn't even try to break it up. I was going to go kick this little kid in his gonads. But then that. when I saw my son sitting there, I was like, he's fine. But now I'm going to deal with this little white boy. <laughs> oh, it's a white boy. It was white. Yes. Ooh. Even worse, right? Ugh. I thought he was wow. black. No. <laughs> white and puny. My kid weighs like three times what he weighs. Oh, man. That's oh, embarrassing boy. for that's DJ. Cool. <laughs> that's not. That's. I would have. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. But it was a sucker push. He came up from behind. He didn't even see it coming. I hate that. Oh, that's the worst. <laughs> Especially in the sand, like, were they in a the sandbox? No, on a basketball and court. That, oh. that used to happen in the sandbox a lot for me. Oh, Jamie, you want to talk about it? Mm, not really. <laughs> <laughs> so in conclusion, uh, you're just going to have him box? Some self-defense. I don't know. Yeah, Give me suggestions. What do I do? Hmm. That's a, here's the thing, though. Once you teach them how to fight, <clears throat> then they're just going to they're, they're gonna get to the age where they start getting cyber bullied. So all that self-defense ain't going to help. Because they're just going to get hurt <laughs> yeah, by you, seeing stuff online, you know? So yeah. they might they might punch out their computer, but they're not going to be able to retaliate, yeah. like, you know, in the and, way that they and want. And you can't jump in the in the group chats because that's a little weird. <laughs> hey, stop, <laughs> stop talking shit about my son. Right. All right? I'm the cyber nanny. Angry and I'm emoji. this up. Oh, well, God. actually, somebody was just talking about, like, you know, what do you, like, how do you handle this as a mom? Like, do I leave this to Edgar mm. or do I continue as a mom and, like, put him in the classes and, like, fight? I you think know? you should put him in the classes, but let Edgar handle it because mm. I think Edgar is going to enhance his testosterone brain and okay. I think make, I make him see, a fighter. I can see Rachel, like, if, say, he was in a karate tournament, I could see... Her being like this loud, like kick him in the gonad. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. I, I can see, I think I could probably be more like Miyagi, like just kind of like yeah. But she, she's more Cobra Kai, you know. She's more like you know. I don't know who that is. The leg. Uh, but will bullying ever stop? Never. 
It will never stop. Never. Never, right? It will yeah. always be around. Always. Because it starts now. There you go. At two. There you go. I'm going to cry. That's nah, so sad. No, we're going to take care. We're going to, DJ is going to be, he's going to be rough. You're going to see. I hope speaking so. Of, uh, speaking of uh, supervising and all, Jamie, you became a godfather. This Congrats, week. Jamie. Mm, Yo, nice shoes, too. Thank you very much. Yo, I have a question. Very much. How come on your Instagram story you didn't post a picture of your shoes, but Fatima put it? It was really nice shoes you were rocking. Because um, I don't know. Congrats, congrats, Jamie. Congrats. I like to take pictures above the belly button. I don't necessarily need to show my bottom half. She was proud of her fashionable man. Um, yeah, so. How did that um, go? It was good. It was good. There was, like, the baby didn't cry, which was cool. Oh, that's so yeah. crazy. When they dumped that water in the kid, right. just, he looks uncomfortable, but you think they're going to, like, scream. But yeah. um, So my nephew was, like, a trooper. But then there was the part where I had to, like, light a candle. And, Uh-oh. of course, oh. the candle's like, yeah, everybody, everybody that was watching in the church that knew me was like, uh-oh, here we go. Where are the fire exits? Rachel, remember, <laughs> on our 50th uh, episode, <laughs> you like, yo, let Jamie, like, I'm like, no, let Jamie light the candles. Someone's going to burn the church down. <laughs> I was like, who said that? And then so, but of course the candles and across the church, across like the, the room. So I got to go, light it, come back. And then of course, you know, I'm trying not to, I don't want the light to go out, the fire to go out. Right. And so I didn't put my hand over it at first. Mm. So I'm like walking very, like, you know, still. Right. And somebody's like, yo, use your hand to cover it. It's science. <laughs> and I'm like, all right. Science. Again, I don't, know, I don't know who was shouting out. It was a male voice. Maybe the priest. The priest. <laughs> <laughs> they don't train you for that? They don't go through nah. like, rehearsals? And it took me, first of all, it was a pain in the ass to become even like eligible to be a godfather because. Mm. These priests, I, I I went through like three priests. Not that wait, far, whoa, far. okay, no wonder wait, it was hard. Wait a minute, is that nah, something to talk about? Nah, in a spotlight type. How way. bad did you want to be a godfather? No, I pay, I pay my I pastor. I have like, these That's interviews weird. with priests about about like my my church going activity. You know what I mean? Like all eyes. When's yeah. the last time you've been? To church? I haven't seen you in my church. I'm How like, devout of a Catholic are you? They have to know. Yeah, so yeah. I kind of had. I was like, yeah, I go on Palm Sunday and. Um, and I was making up religious holidays like, you know, Jesus is like, you know, uh, his anniversary, <laughs> Christmas Eve, we're married. And he was like, all right, no, 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 no. So like two, two priests were like not having it. And then I went to another priest and he was just like, I guess so wow. that was as, as much as I got. I got an I guess. And that was enough for me to become a godfather. So okay, next time, just let me know. I got a priest that you, know, you slip him a few dollars. Of course, Frank here, does. Here or DR, bro? No, over here. Oh, okay. Now you tell me. <laughs> of course, Frank knows yeah. a guy who knows a guy. Of course. Oh, yeah. God. Do you feel like inspired to be more one with the church? Um. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll probably go like now on Christmas. And, oh, that's nice. Carpenter's um, Day. Pa- um, Ash Wednesday. Passover. No, Passover. you know what? I also still do Ash Wednesday. Like I'm like that. I'm weird where I'll just be like, "Oh, I haven't been to church in a while, but it's Ash Wednesday. Let me get that." Because you want th- everybody to think that you've been going to church with the ashes on your forehead. No, I just feel mm. like the ashes are kind of like okay. I have my Catholic school upbringing is still right. strong. And That's you went beautiful. To Catholic school. I went to Catholic school. That's yes. I think I've been, I went to Catholic school so for so long oh, even yeah. in high school that it's I'm a little you know I'm a little religioned out. Mm. Um, but I'll bring it. It'll come back. It'll come back eventually. Sure will. Well, God bless. God bless you. <laughs> bless you, bro. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's beautiful. May the force be with you as well. Ble- bless yes. you, my brother. How was your weekend, Bago? Uh, it was good. Um, 
unfortunately, uh, I had brunch on Sunday. Unfortunately? Ooh. Yeah, because I, I was a little annoyed, right? Because um, it was my siblings, and then I had a couple of cousins. And I have a cousin who's, like, really, like, uh, bougie. And she literally showed up 50 minutes late to the party. And here I am. Like, I showed up 15 minutes late, and I was all stressed out. She came in. Like, she had no worries in her whole life. She just wow. came in, like, hey. So it, it kind of like extended the brunch. We were there for like three and a half hours wow. because she came in late. So I kind of wanted to uh, ask you guys sort of like some brunch etiquettes, um, how to deal with that next time. Do you not even invite the person next time or are there some rules you can set aside with, with people coming really tardy? Well, what was the, um, why were you so upset that she was late? Well, because, you know, they're not, they were delaying uh, serving us, right? So we kind of weren't getting the food right we wanted to because we were saying, oh, someone else is still on their way. Oh, so you were doing like appetizers until she got yeah. there. So she delayed the entree order. She delayed that because we Oof. kept saying, she, and she said, oh, we're five, I'm five minutes away. But she said that for like a half an hour. Uh, I've, I've and then she was driving. So we knew she had to look for parking. So <laughs> She was on Dominican time. Yeah, but there that's extreme. Fifty minutes is not the. It is. So she did. She acknowledge the fifty minutes, or did no. she just walk in and was like, um, uh, "Mimosa, thank you." Yeah, <laughs> she literally came in and said, "Hey guys, how you doing? I'm sorry, but whatever." MTA, <laughs> sorry, you know. Jersey Bridge. But were there any financial implications of her being late? Because that's the Jew in me asking. Because then I mean, we got to talk about it. I mean, sort of. Because I think we ordered a couple more bottles of uh, not bottles, but like. Um, mimosas mm. so like we because we were still there so the bill was a, a little extra higher uh, and like I said we were there for a longer period of time it would have been shorter it would have been like two hours but her coming in kind of extended the whole uh, so because of her you incurred more charges all of us you were did. passing the time and yeah. you were ordering food and ordering wow. drinks and you had to weigh in on your entrees you couldn't order you couldn't order your entrees until she got there um, or were you like F it well I'm we like, were waiting we, we were delaying it just to Cause I mean, when I go to brunch and I already, I'm like, yo, I'm in the mood for pancakes. I want that ASAP, you know. So <laughs> that, cause I'm I'm late for a lot of stuff, but brunch. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, Jamie's a brunch assist. Brunch, He's a professional. Yeah, brunch. I'm usually like early because it's like I know how like you have to be. You don't want to lose that table. And if you have a if you have a craving for like French toast or like pancakes, wait a minute, you, didn't you do a song on brunch? Yes. Yeah. Hello. Chart topping single. What was the name of it? <laughs> it was called Brunch. It's brunch. brunch. Yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> <gonna be> straight <laughs> to the point. Actually, yeah. Uh, it was Dan about our love for brunch. Danny shot it. Danny Garcia, who's Danny in the house, who's yeah. behind us. Who's uncomfortably sitting behind me right now? Yeah. But um. <laughs> yeah, and it was yeah we we got a lot of brunch our favorite brunch foods and we shot a little song that Andrew Casanova uh, member of Room 28 yes my nephew yes. he wrote and composed so it was a, it's a fun song but that's and I actually bought a sweater that says brunch that I brought to actual brunches yeah. <laughs> not so with you, you guys because like, we go to so brunch sometimes but at next brunch I will probably wear that so when the Which person is... comes to the table they're like oh okay I got it you want brunch yeah. no so they know yeah it's yeah. straight to the point pretty much yeah. I can't wait it's on the books right our next brunch. Our next brunch. Yeah. Mm. It's your turn, Rachel. Um, why are you putting more pressure on me? Edgar already has an Excel spreadsheet with a <laughs> list of restaurants that he's researched. Ooh. And we're going to whittle it down to one, which we will choose. Wow. I'll have to let you know, Danny. <laughs> and it should be a fun time. Wait. There's a lot of brunch pressure that these guys, we put on each other. Mm -hmm. I hope I get invited to the next one. Frank. 
Here's the thing, Frank. Go ahead, tell me. Frank, here's, Frank, that, here's that, the thing. That? <laughs> no, here's the thing. I and mean, if we're going to talk about etiquette, once it becomes more than three couples, mm. it starts to split up. Ooh, and you right. don't get the same experience. Mm. Six is the magic number. But you were invited last time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Although you were going to be the seventh person. You were right, going to be like right, the right, 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 seventh right. leg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah, that was like, gonna that was gonna be uncomfortable. The seventh sausage. I'm trying to keep it on a brunch team. <laughs> well, you know, I hope that answers your question. I if if it were me, I would have been like, yo, maybe a round should be on you for being so late. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. yeah, that was a good point. Right. You know but I mean? then doesn't that already bring like some awkwardness to the to the, right to the table? <laughs> like maybe you should just like, yeah, push her like that that kid push DJ. <laughs> Jamie, why? Show him. No, show her who's boss. Show her who's boss, all right? He was like 25 pounds wet, this little kid. I swear to God, I could. I wanted to flick him in the nose. I was like, where's his parents? Where? Nowhere to be found. It was a dark moment, honestly, as a mom. For real. I was like, what do I do here? You were there taking sh- off your earrings already and putting the Vaseline, Vaseline on? Vaseline was already on, pushed the baby mm. to the side. I was like, let's rock. There was a show on NBC that got canceled, but it was called The Slap, and it, it dealt with... A parent that slapped the shit out of another per- person's what? kid, what? and that domino that was a domino effect from like eight different people had a, had any effect. Yo, on I that. have seen that happen. Tell me, I haven't seen that happen before. Yo, I was on a flight going to Egypt. I swear to my mother, a long ass flight. I don't even know, 13, 14 hours. And my friend, I was with my friend and her mom. And, you know, everybody had their sleep mask on and were trying to go to sleep. And there was this little kid, wah, wah. He must have been like two years old. She got up, pinched him, took him by the ear, and was like, shut up, shut up. <laughs> wow. And for what was that? It was really like an Egyptian war on that plane. Because these two Egyptian women were like, la 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 and like that back so and racist. forth. Rachel, that was so racist. How is that racist? That's what I heard. La, 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 la. What does that translate to? <laughs> I, I how, hear that on a plane. I'm running off. That's how they yell at each other. It's like, la, 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 la. And then they took the kid and the mom and put him in first class to separate the two. Wow. So next time you're going to do halalala when you want first class? First of all, I didn't say halalala. That is racist. Halal is, it's, I said, la, 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 la. I said la 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 la. Okay. You, la, la, la. you sound like Vanilla Ice when you were trying to explain that. No, it's not ba na 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 na. Speaking of which, <laughs> speaking of which, about uh, today, uh, you guys heard about the racist lawyer, right? Uh, he made a formal apology online, mm. not on TV or anything like that, stating that uh, he was misrepresented in the whole situation uh, and that he's not like that. Too little, too late, pal. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah, yeah, that was some BS. Yeah. He Frank. said he came to New York because of the diversity. So, but then he's in the wrong I, place. Yeah. <laughs> he's in the wrong place. Frank, you look heated about it. Well, I, I, um, I, I hit you up the day he came out. I was, I was he texting all out? of you. I think he was trolling us. That's what I think he was doing. What you mean, son? He was, he was just trolling us. It's just, it's just via social media <laughs> to get, just get that angst out of us and get us upset. That's the way I see it. You think there was an ulterior motive to always. this bullshit? It's always. There's always a conspiracy behind things, guys. You it's the he media. Was, was he getting paid to do this? Perhaps. By who? You don't know. The white supremacist? Perhaps. He's a <laughs> Trump supporter. Big Trump supporter. Oh, Huge. I feel like he got jilted by like a, like a Latina in his past. And um. so when they were talking Spanish, he probably got like a flashback. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Maria, like, pay for your welfare. <laughs> and all this, you know, and he just went off. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, shout out to all the Latinos who represented at the party because of course Latinos everybody. threw a party in front Mariachi, of his apartment. Everything. They right. had tacos. They had tacos. Okay. Shout outs to uh, Maria from Nemec. I and also D Nasty. D Nasty was there on behalf wow. of Vice. They had a huge party. Maybe this gets all the Latinos together. You know. Wow. Maybe we need this. We need more unity among us. You know, it takes a racist fuck to bring us all <laughs> together. You know what I'm saying? True. And don't go to Midtown if you don't want to hear people speaking Spanish right. in a deli, right? Don't go anywhere in New York City. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's everywhere. Tell me you don't hear Spanish everywhere. Of course. And what type of shit is that? To get upset because of it? Get the fuck out, out of here. here there. It's either Spanish it's or la, 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 la. <laughs> <laughs> Which I hate. <laughs> I didn't mind it, but it was loud. And it was like 3 a.m. We all just trying to sleep, you know? And who, who pinches a kid's ear? Like, who does that? A stranger's yeah. son. Well, oh, wild out. On that note, it's time for some uh, bochincha bites. I've been waiting all day. Aye. I've been waiting all night. I've been waiting all day. Bochincha bites. I've been waiting all day. I've been waiting all night. I've been waiting all day. Bochincha bites. What's up, what's up? Hey, Jamie. Who wants to get bitten today? (laughs) (laughs) That's still not catching on, but okay. (laughs) Maybe another 50 episodes. Okay, first. I I don't like getting bitten. I've gotten so (laughs) many diseases from mosquitoes to like Mm. to get bitten. Anyway. First Bochinja bite Mm. this week. Uh, Kendrick Lamar. Mm. Oh, yes. Have you heard about this? Kendrick Lamar invited, <laughs> a, he invited a white teenage girl on stage at one of his concerts in Alabama yeah. so she could rap along to one of his songs, right? Ah. Wait, in Alabama? What else are there? <laughs> what else is there to do? Yeah, no, I'm saying it's just white people. There. Exactly, <laughs> right. But then he had to stop her mid-performance for singing the N-word in his lyrics. Whoa. All right? So first off, a white teenage girl from Alabama should not be rapping anything. Right? Okay. She was just Maybe Christmas stating gifts. the lyric. Right. She um, was just stating the lyric. But this is not the person you, you bring up to sing along with lyrics, you know, about like your displeasure with America's systematic social structure and lack of opportunities Whoa. for minorities mm. to thrive. You know what I'm saying? Okay. This wow. is Brianna from Birmingham. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Know your audience. <laughs> it's not going to end well, okay? Lamar? Secondly, the song like the song he had a rap has like four N words in the hook alone. So it was a setup. What was he thinking? What she's gonna cut out every word? She's gonna sound like somebody doing karaoke with a stroke. <laughs> uh, he probably should have sh- chosen like a less N word heavy song from his catalog. Right. I know he did a song with Taylor Swift. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. Yo, one time I gotta tell you real quick flashback. I was karaoke and I picked the Biggie song and it was oh, like with no. all black people. I went out with my people. Neighbor. <laughs> Neighbor. <laughs> How do you say that? You can't. While looking at everybody. Neighbor, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, true story. Won't you be my neighbor? Uh, true story. <laughs> yeah, there's certain, like, um, um, uh, what's that Kanye song? Gold Digger is one? Yes. That caught me by surprise when I sang it in karaoke. I was like, oh, this has this word. And then, um, and Thong Song also. 
Oh, oh. In, in the thong song? song? So I'm like, mm. oh yeah, because wow. you swear another nigga, but we're hiring yeah. And that's, yeah, and you can get into that I'm song and forget it. to like not say it because you're just like, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> <laughs> I like when the beat go. Oh, wait, I can't say that. Okay. <laughs> can we start over? <laughs> um, Poor girl. Wow. So, and look, if you see this clip, all right, first of all, this girl probably was either drunk, high, or the child of an incestuous relationship. Remember, it's okay. Alabama. So, oh. you know, and that. maybe all three. Wow. <laughs> Shout out to our listeners from you know, Alabama. The, from the moment she opened her mouth, <laughs> from the moment she opened her mouth, you knew she wasn't like, you know, the brightest girl in her school. Right. Or or even like the smartest girl in her, in her, in her trailer park. <laughs> what? Did she sound like the girl from uh, Cash Me Outside? Uh, like that? Yeah, a little, yeah. Kind of like that drunkish, lazy right. like, vo- thing to her voice. You sound wow. like an expert. Uh, <laughs> First love. Um, <laughs> I, uh, so, uh, <laughs> so look, this girl's definitely wrong. Obviously, for saying that, for saying that word in front of a sold-out arena of people, you could be, you know, because you could be as racist as you want when you sing in the shower, right? Right. Of course. Because I mean, yeah, you know, I don't, I don't no get it. There. It's crazy. You know, keep the ignorance behind the shower curtain. Right. Right. Um, but I just, I don't think Kendrick should have put her in that position. In the first place, I agree. Agree. You. agree. you can't always blame the bitch for killing your vibe. Sometimes you gotta look in the mirror and ask yourself, was I partially responsible for killing my vibe? Yes. Snap the fingers. Preach. Snap. Using um, Kendrick's lyrics on wow. himself. Woo! Hey, good. Pop that Black Panther soundtrack. It's hot. <laughs> <laughs> um, shout out to Kendrick. Um, another bite. Uh, <laughs> former President Barack Obama and his wife Michelle have oh, a, man, I missed that man. a multi-year deal with Netflix. Ooh. So they're going to produce like films and series and all really? that. Really nice. Um, Go so Barry. this made me think of like potential uh, Netflix Obama theme material, right? Okay. Ooh. Um, I like, uh, like I, instead of pre- making new content, I prefer that they actually just join existing Netflix shows. Mm. Oh. So like a Black Mirror episode where like Obama plays a president who gets replaced by a former reality TV star. Wow. Yeah. Hey, that like sounds that. so far fetched. That that's crazy, genius, right? man. Greenlit. <laughs> I'd never even. That's, that's um, some imagination yeah. you have. Or Michelle Obama could play a new prisoner in the next season of Orange is the New Black. I would oh, like I that. Oh, I see that. Obama is the new black, right? Um, <laughs> <laughs> Obama plays a former president who decides to run for Congress, Congress uh-huh. in Fuller House of Representatives. No. Ooh, good one. Little reach, but yeah, that was good. All right, the last one, and because we don't want to forget about former <laughs> vice president uh, and one of Obama's best friends, Joe Biden. Mm. Yes, I would like to see him in a makeover reality show. Queer Eye for Joe Biden. Ooh. Ooh, I like that. That's got a good that's ring to it. Right. And on that note, that's all for the bikes this week. <laughs> thank you, thank you, Jamie. Jamie. Well, thank you, Jamie. And the time has come. Rachel, I've been waiting this whole week. This what, what whole have you been week waiting for, Mike? Ooh. What? For this Met Trivia showdown. Oh, Here boy. We go. Should, we play we go. The, should we play the intro? Um, we do have intro music if Carlos is ready with it. All right, all right, all right. Welcome to Latinos Out Loud New York Mets Challenge, sponsored by the Dominican American National Foundation. Woohoo! Woo! We're here this week for the Battle of the Bros with Baseball Brains, LOL co hosts and team captains Michael Juan Bago Diaz versus Jamie J. Burns Fernandez! Yeah! Boo! Let's do this! Boo to Jamie! 
Get your peanuts and Cracker Jacks ready, folks, because it's going to be a battle, all right? The mm. stakes are high, as this week they are playing for our listeners. Many of you voted for which team you'd like to play for. And if you voted for the winning captain, two of you, that's right, two of you listeners, will be randomly selected to win two tickets each to Dominican Night at City Field. Ooh. This is taking place on June 5th, 2018, and Dominican Night is also known as the night you should leave your jewelry and your girlfriends at home. Ouch. So, wow. in a in addition to winning for the listeners on last week's episode of Latinos Out Loud, the stakes got higher. Oh, they did. Didn't they? Mm-hmm. Stakes got higher when Bago challenged <coughs> Jamie to compete for his coveted Coming to America New York Mets jacket, dorky buttons and all. <laughs> Jamie counter-challenged Bago for his 1986 New York Mets starter jacket, which he's adorning right now. Yeah, a kid size, evidently, because it's really tight on him. It's a little young. I gained a little weight. <laughs> What year is from that? that 86. 86 starter was jacket. Now, wow. I, I admit, I forgot my jacket <laughs> at home. Typical. And I'm actually, I look like I'm dressed as like one of the player's accountants. So I, I'm, I'm wearing a button up. <laughs> totally not dressed for the occasion, but I'm going to make up for it with, by winning. Ooh. Okay. Are you guys ready to compete no, for each other? No, but, but right. before, I got to get some, um, a few things off my chest. Uh, Two things. One, um, I did a poll on uh, Instagram and surprisingly enough, a lot of people voted for Jamie. Yep. Wow. So y'all getting blocked next week. Okay. I voted for Jamie. Yes, you too, Eddie. A bunch of people that I thought were friends. If you're friends, you're supposed to be biased. Why are you voting for Jamie? Unbiased. So unfollow me and follow Jamie if that's the case. Mm. And the second one, I don't know who is, if Frank knows this person. Renee Fernandez. Renee Fernandez hits up the uh, We Are Latinos Out Loud DMs and is like pretty much pouring his heart out about how it's so important for him to win because his son, who wants to be a baseball player, this is very inspirational. He must come. So in saying all of that, he wants Jamie to represent him. And I'm like, wow. Well, I might be related you. to him. We have the same last name. <laughs> so I got to look into that. So I just wanted to get that off my chest. That uh, if I win, uh, everybody. Oh, you should, well, you know what you're not going to get off your chest? That L. Oh! That's, that's, uh, really? Okay. Oh. A big L. You it's a right. big L. Wow, cool. this is going to be hot. Let's go. And delete, and delete that comment if I lose. Because <laughs> I don't want, it's going to look real bad in All retrospect. Right. So as you guys know, we couldn't afford buzzers. So if you could just each ring in with your names. You want to do a sample trial run? Sure. Go ahead, Bob. Bob Burns. Okay. I said first. <laughs> Frank, you might have to help me in figuring out who buzzes in first. God, I'm looking at both of them. Okay, got it. Not I... that way, Frank. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> Are you ready for your first Let's question? Let's go. Here we go, New York Mets trivia. Here we go, question number one. Who's on first? Just kidding. <laughs> Ferns. Just kidding. I had to do it. Ferns. All right, who's on first? No, no, okay. Number one. <laughs> oh, wow. Thanks, Carlos. <laughs> okay, question number one. Name two Mets pitchers that won 20 games in a season. Bago! I heard Bago first. Frank Viola and Dwight Gooden. I'm sorry. Only one of those was correct. What are you talking about? Frank Viola won 20 games in 1992 or 93. Viola was the correct answer. Dwight Gooden went 24-4 in 1985. 20 games in one season? Yes, 24-4. No, I think Gooden at most won 18 games. No, yeah. he won 24-4, 1.53 ERA in 1985, and won the side young. I'm going to say Tom Seaver, if I could steal it. Okay, but you got to name two. No, these were fact-checked, Bago. Pretty I, easy. Yo, can people Google? Uh, Dwight go. Gooding in 1985 won 24 games, had an ERA of 1.53, and won the side young that year. 
and Frank Viola. All right, we'll get back to it. Jamie, just give a second one. Uh, Tom, Tom Seaver and... Oh, and Frank Viola, right? There were three more. Oh, it was five? Mm-hmm. Oh, um... Damn, five. Uh, David Cohn, too. Yeah, that is correct, but it was Jamie's turn, so... you. Yeah, were... but after... Jose, did Dwight Gooden win 24 games in 1985? Five? Five. That's a whole pitching staff. Yes, and what was his ERA? 1.53, right? All right, that's no, not part right. of the I question. Relax. There we go. So didn't I win? Didn't I, win? I, I won because I said Dwight Gooden, and I said Frank Viola. All right. Okay. Bye, I think we'll that give it he to should you. be. I think that should be disqualified because of his anger issues. <laughs> 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 All right, judges will give it to you. Okay. Thought these were fact checked pretty well, but okay. Question. All right. So who's keeping? Can you keep score, Frank? Who, who gets this one? Bago. 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 Got it. Okay. Question number two. Name five Mets players who hit for the cycle, meaning they hit a single, double, triple, Bago. and home run in the same game. Bago. Go ahead. Howard Johnson. Daryl Strawberry. He's guessing. Jose Reyes. There you see. Now he's guessing. <laughs> Four and five are wrong. Lance Johnson. And I don't know. You only got one right. Okay. <laughs> Jamie. Um, Lenny Dykstra, uh, David Wright. Uh, 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 it's gonna be a long game, guys. Just, uh... <laughs> <laughs> All right, next next question. Gato Alfonso. N- uh, no. If you want the answer, you got one. All right, so Scott Hairston in 2012, Jose Reyes, Eric Vallant, John Olerud, Alex Ochoa, Kevin McReynolds, Keith Hernandez, Mike Phillips, Tommy Ag, and Jim Hickman. Yeah, those okay. are all like from the I 70s known Jim, and 60s. Jim Hickman. So no one gets that one. Question number three. Okay, they're going to get a little easier. Okay, don't worry. Uh, Who were the two Mets players that hit 40 home runs in a season? Oh, I, I mean, first. <laughs> you said he said Bago. <laughs> Come on. I need a real buzzer. But you didn't. I said something, right? No, no, so. you go ahead. You go ahead. 40 home runs in a season? Yeah. Two players. Uh, Mike Piazza. Sorry. No? He never hit 40? Oh. Bago for the steal. Uh, Todd Hudley. And second? Uh, uh, Dave Kingman? Wrong. Todd Hudley and Carlos Beltran. Nobody gets the credit. Number four. Who were the original three Mets? Come on, guys. Who were the original three Mets announcers when the team started in 1962? Ooh. Uh, Bago. Go ahead. Uh, Hank. Uh, uh, uh. Azaria? <laughs> <laughs> He's from the Simpsons. Ralph Kiner? Yep. Uh, 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 I don't know. That's tough. That's 62. Jamie? Howie Rose? No. That's from this. <laughs> yeah. All right. It's going to be a long game. So, Lindsey Nelson, Ralph Kiner, Bob Murphy. Next question. Nobody Bob gets the credit for that. Okay. Who was the first player ever chosen in the draft for the Mets? First player ever chosen in the draft for the Mets. Ed, Fer- Ferns. Go ahead. Ed Cranepool. No. Bago. Um, Gil uh, Hodges? No. It was Hobie Landreth. Hobie. Again, this is something that your dad would know, but we wouldn't. And by the way, Hobie Landreth, by the way, was a catcher. And when they asked Casey Stengel, who was the manager, who or why he chose a catcher first, he said, without a catcher, you're going to have a lot of passed balls, which is very (laughs) true, right? Okay, here we go. We're going to pass the next question because I think it's too hard. And um, we're going to skip that one. Okay, here we go. Name the three men 
who were actually, you know what, just name one of them. <laughs> name one of the three men who were both Mets and Yankees managers. Fergo! Ferns! Ferns! Bago! Frank, who'd you hear? Ferns! I said, come on! Jamie. Frank. Jamie, Jamie. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> There's more than one. There's more than one, by the way. Joe Torre. Okay, very good. For extra credit, extra credit, who are the other two? Rafael Santana. What? No, he just said it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, can't, you gotta lift first. He should get a point off for doing that because it makes me it makes me look bad. Yeah, and that was wrong anyway. So, Rafael Santana. So Rafael Santana Tori. played. Um, oh, managed? Managed. Both oh, Yankees oh, oh, oh. and Mets managers. Casey Stengel? Yeah. Yeah. And, wow. and the great one. Uh, Willie Randolph. Yogi Berra. Willie oh, Randolph, yeah. interesting enough, interestingly enough, Willie Randolph managed but was only a coach and a player on the Yankees. Oh, okay. So Jamie gets a point, I guess, right? He sure does. Okay, it's tied, guys. Okay, here we go. It's tied up. After seven questions, it's tied 1-1. <laughs> one, one. Yeah, most of them were like from the 70s and the 60s. Most no, of them were okay. pre-internet. If you yeah. guys are Mets fans, you should be Mets fans about the franchise, not just during your lifespan, don't you think? All right, here we go. This is during your life. How many World Series did the Mets Win and what teams did they beat? Oh, first. Who'd you hear? Mike. Okay, so <laughs> we got 1969, the Baltimore Orioles. We got 1986, the Mets beat the Red Sox. You got it. Only two. That's it. Wow. Bago got the point. Wow, Bago got two. Jamie got one. All right, we are halfway through. We are halfway through. Here we go. What other years did the Mets make it to the World Bago. Series and lost? And Bago got it again. 1973, 2000, and. 2015. Very good. And that was against the Oakland A's, the Yankees, and the Kansas City Royals. It's three, okay. to, it's three to one, Boggle. Boggle, me. He's quick with his name calling. Okay. Okay. You Boggle. Can... I need like a categories kind of buzzer or some shit. All right, Boggle. Here we go. Let's go. Question number 10. Who was the only Mets to win a batting championship and what year? The only Met to win. Oh, Ferns. Boggle. Who'd you hear? Our Ferns. And what year? Can I can I go? Oh, wait. Well, Ferns has Ferns to, has a few seconds. Give him, give him a few seconds. Wait, a batting title and what year? Mm-hmm. The only Met to win a batting championship and what year? Dave Magadan, 88. Nope. I'm going to say 2009, Jose Reyes. Close. Jose Reyes, 2011. Oh. All right. Here we go. Name three of the five players the Mets got for Tom Seaver when they traded him to Cincinnati in 77. Three of the five. Okay, how about one of the five? Uh, can I go? Bago. Go ahead. Lee Mazzilli? No. Pat Zachary, Doug Flynn, Steve Henderson, and Dan Norman. Next nah, question. Okay. Uh, oh, you're not going to know this one either, but I'll ask it anyway in case the listeners want to hear it. Who were the four starting pitchers on the 69 World Series team? Bago. Go. Kuzman, Seaver. Ah. Uh, Ryan? No, he was in a bullpen. Uh, I don't know. You got two. Seaver, Kuzman, Gentry, McAndrew. Okay, nobody gets the credit for that one. We're almost done here. Um, Thank God for that. Number 13. Who were the starting pitchers on the 86 World Bago. Series winning team? Boggle. We got... Uh, no, I know right. We got Ron Darling, mm -hmm. Sid Fernandez, mm -hmm. uh, Bob Ojeda, um, we got uh, Dwight Gooding. You got it. Nice. Uh, that was a hard one. That's it. One, no, two, the fifth three, was four. rotating. They had, they had Duck Sisk and sometimes some other four, four to one. Bog was winning. Wow, Jamie. Wow, Y'all motherfuckers Jamie. weren't I don't play. Woo. Yeah. After the 69 questions, he's mad. He's mad <laughs> <confident>. <laughs> Jamie. 
no pressure, but in yeah. order to tie, you have yeah, to get yeah, the yeah. next three questions right. Mm. Okay. Question number 14. Mm-hmm. Who is the only Met pitcher to pitch a no-hitter? Ferns! Ferns! Who'd you hear? Wow. I heard Boggle. Oh. But come on! <laughs> Frank Spearsy up in here. <laughs> Just to prolong the game, you had to say me. Do you not know? Yeah, I know. Entertainment right? value. <laughs> you want me to ask it again? <laughs> See what rings I'll let you have it, Jamie. You can go ahead. Yeah, Santana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got it. Johan Santana in 2012. Is it Johan or Johan? Johan. Johan. Okay. Four to two boggles. Take you base. Okay, Jamie. Right, here we go. Jamie. You get the next two right. It's a tie, and I do have a tiebreaker question. Mm. Okay. Next question. Who did the Mets trade for John Franco? Bago. We heard audience heard Jamie first. Yeah. For John Franco. Who did the Mets trade for John Franco? Oh, who they trade to get him? It's over. It's over. Uh, uh, Rob Dibble. Is that a baseball player? No. (laughs) Yeah, I'm right. My turn. Randy Myers. You got it, Randy Myers. Should we just ask the next two questions? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Okay, question number 16. <laughs> Who can sing the Mets theme song better? Fern. Really? <laughs> Jane, you can have that. Meet the Mets. Meet the Mets. Did I ask the tiebreaker yeah. question? Yeah, just ask. Okay. This was the tiebreaker question, which is not needed, but how many feet to the left field wall of City Field? Oh, wow. Wow. You see it every time a home run is hit. What, 375? Close. Not three, really. Three, three, wait, 391? 335. 335. And that concludes Mets Trivia on LOL. We have a winner, Juan Bago. Yeah. Was there ever a doubt? I mean, Ooh. a lot of people voted for Jamie, yeah. so yeah. Hey, uh, shout out to we your friend for a while. Renee Fernandez. Uh, Renee Fernandez, uh, shout outs to him. And, and his son. Take and your his victory son. lap. This is for the haters. Yeah. Shout out to most of the questions. Most of the questions you got right. I knew those were the ones I knew. <laughs> I just didn't have quick enough vocal cords. Shout out to my dad, Alan Strauss, for helping me put this together, which he had a very oh, good time nice. doing, I have to tell you. My dad is the Super Mets fan and was actually yelling at me because I wasn't writing down the questions fast enough. He's like, you asked me to help you. I'm giving you the trivia. You're too fucking slow. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that was a good argument in my house, so I'm glad you guys enjoyed New York Mets trivia on Latinos Out Loud. Woo! Latinos Out Loud will be right back after this quick sponsor promo. I'm not going very far. I'm in a rush. It's too uncomfortable. Sometimes I just forget. If you've used any of these excuses, mi gente, you're putting yourself at risk of injury or death. And it could also cost you lots of money. Hello? Cops are writing tickets, so why take the risk? Honestly, do the smart thing and start buckling up every trip, day or night. Because guess what? Click it or ticket. Live from La Gran Manzana, it's Frank Spirison News with Frank Nibs. Hello, folks. Hey, Frank. Hey, Frank. Hey, Frank. Hey, Frank. Great. Well, guys, last week I told you I was going to have some good news and talk about Operation High Jump. Yes, you had a lot of people anticipating really? part two. You Pins and needles. You've never done part two. Mm-hmm. I haven't slept the whole week. Really? Wow, this is horrible. <laughs> All right. 
<laughs> Before I get into Operation uh, High Jump, I want to speak about Admiral Richard Byrd, oh, which yeah. is what, the man. one that co- that commanded this. Is he in... related to Robin Byrd? No, no, not at all. He's my not favorite G.I. Joe member. Right. Okay. Admiral Byrd was a decorated Navy admiral, okay? He won many war, many awards. He won a Medal of Honor, by the way. He had done many expeditions to Antarctica. He was one of our foremost uh, ex- best explorers when it came to going to the North Pole or the South Pole. Salute. Wait, he right. knows Santa? <laughs> <laughs> you guys are horrible. Okay. In 1947, his last time that he went to Antarctica, okay, he took 4,500 men with him. Mm. Countless ships, countless planes, countless submarines. He took the Nina, the Pinta, and the Santa Ooh. Maria. There you go. And by the way, there was U.S. troops with him. There were Russian troops and troops from Britain Ooh, when also. They, when we got along. Okay. Now, I want to explain what was going on in those times. World War II was pretty much coming to an end. It was 1947, mm. right? Oh, yeah. I remember that year. Good year. There you go. Mm. Now, don't forget, World War II was just there, and we have the Nazis, and we had Hitler, right? Right. And we had always gotten word that Hitler had a fascination with a place that he called in Antarctica called New Swabia, mm. which was what their wonderland, and we thought they were crazy, right? But these Nazis were heading, according before World War II, they were going down to Antarctica already, okay? Oh. All right? And when we went into Germany, we found that a lot of their planes were missing, their submarines, and their ships were missing. Oh. So we knew something was up, okay? Now, let me let me move forward to Admiral's death in 1957, okay? In Admiral's book in 1957, he had a diary. And in that diary, he wrote about one of the times that he went over Antarctica. And it was two hours into his flight into Antarctica. Now, let me explain to you guys, Antarctica is the size of the United States. Okay. That's and we've good. all always thought that it's all ice. Right. Mr. Bird said when he was flying two hours over Antarctica, he saw huge lakes, a lot of vegetation, mountains <gasps> of vegetation. What? He saw big pools of like beautiful green and blue lakes. Did it look like Wakanda? You know what? Something similar to that. Oh. oh. And as he was flying over. Antarctica forever. There you go. All his gadgets on his plane stopped working. Okay. But the plane was still flying. And when he looks in the sides, he leaks, he sees two saucers with Nazi signals, signatures on the saucers themselves. And his plane is being controlled by these two saucers. What? Like they took over his plane? Yes. <gasps> As, guys, he left this all on audio, by the way. What? This general sounds like he's really into edibles. <laughs> <laughs> I got well, that German kush, son. Anyway... His plane was taken down, and he was met by a man uh, about nine feet tall with uh, long blonde hair. He looked like Thor. Oh, okay. okay. And he was taken into a, a, a big city, and it looked like glass. And up there was, uh, he called the master, and the master told him that us as a human race, we're destroying each other. And then if right. we continue, because nu- we just had shot a nuclear bomb at, uh, at Japan. And Nagasaki. If, right. And, and, if we, and if we continue doing what we keep on doing, we're not going to be around forever. Ouch. Yikes. Right? Now, here we go. Okay. Operation High Jump. After Bird's death, a lot of troops came out and they said the, tr- the truth about what happened on uh, Operation High Jump. When they all got to Antarctica, they were met by this force where their planes were being just, they were just... They, their gadgets weren't working and their planes were just falling out of the air. Wow. Their ships were being destroyed by these 
saucers that had like these lasers. Are you sure they weren't just watching Independence Day? Because that's what this kind of sounds. Well, guess like, what, the guys? Smith movie? Sound- this expedition was <laughs> eight. Sound like a Michael Bay film. Hey guys, yeah. this expedition was eight I- months, and they came back in three weeks. What? Ah. Frank, wow, you like Frank. to mind fuck us. You know that? Because wow. I am, I'm literally mind fucked. I need a cigarette. You mind well, fuck us without a rubber. Well, there's, there's plenty. Of, well, guys, if you think I'm, I'm crazy, there's plenty of doc, there's plenty of documentaries on this subject. Okay, you can either look up Operation High Jump. You can look up Operation Fishbowl, which I talked about last week. Uh, Operation Deep Freeze mm. will explain. Sounds all like a of, villain. What about Operation Deep Throat? <laughs> no, that's different. That's different. Operation yeah. Dumbo Drop. <laughs> Well, guys, Operation him? the Board Game. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you making fun of the fake news, man? Well, guys. You don't believe it. This, I believe this, it. There's, there's plenty of documentary uh, on this subject, okay? So is it there now? Can we go visit this Greenland? Uh, well, they're saying, this is what they say, that it perhaps that Hitler escaped with his soldiers out to And this. he's there right now in Antarctica? With Amelia Earhart? Oh, hell no. And Biggie? Hey. Elvis Presley? I mean... And the and holog- Tupac. Tupac hologram? Guess Tupac. what? I mean, we spoke about the Met Gala a few weeks ago, and we were talking about the Illuminati, right? Yes. Right. Mm. There's more to the story, oh. but I want to cover it another time. Oh, Why would you what do is this to us? Frank's, Frank's conspiracy is becoming on. a serial podcast there's, on its own. No, Honestly. They're saying, they're saying that the, the higher-ups perhaps have, you know, outside of this arnetical wall, there must be land... Or worlds out there that these higher ups have a little place out there that we can't reach. Is there Wi Fi over there? <laughs> Guys, we're gonna cover that on, on when I speak about the Frank, Illuminati. Frank, I see what you're doing. You're you're interconnecting all of your fake newses. Well, like, I'm, everything that, is connected. I'm, I'm re- as I do more more and more research, I'm realizing that a lot of stuff is connected. Oh okay. man! Yeah. Thank you so much. I am so I I love uh, giving my news out to the LOLs. I love oh, to like LOLs. Yes. Yeah, I just want to give good news out to you folks. Always. Well, the oh, LOLs, yeah. they're getting a little paranoid. You know, their brains are oozing out of their ears. Really? Um, wow. Oh. So when I cover the Illuminati, I'm going to cover this on what I think is beyond that on Attica Wall. Can we do a podcast from Antarctica? Like, I just want to go there and see what it's all about and, like, do a podcast report to the LOLs. You know what? That's not a bad idea. We could just take a boat. My brother has a kayak. Oh. Operation Latinos Out Loud. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Frank. You're welcome. Thank you so much, Frank. Thank you. You're welcome, folks. All right, you guys. It is time. It is the time now in the show where we introduce a special guest. Mm. She's very special. Oh, you just heard a little bit. She's stretching right now. Yes. Yeah, that's what she does. She's doing Pilates. Well, she was born and raised in Brooklyn, New York, ladies and gentlemen. She's a you. personal trainer. She's very fit. She's very beautiful. Her name is Andreina Marrero, a.k.a. New. Oh. Hello, hello, hello. It's yeah. your girl, New. What up? What's hey new, New? <laughs> you know. Rachel! Yeah. I had to. I mean, did you really think? You had it written in your notes, right? When no, the, no, Mike. No, Mike. No. Welcome to the Latinos Out Loud podcast. Thank you for having me, guys. I I'm love your excited. workout gear. Thank you. You Do you Courtesy only Lulu dress? Lemon. Lululemon. Lulu, shout out to Lulu. Looking for that sponsor. Hey. Lululemon. Yeah. Is How that much? like male version stuff? They have. They have yeah. some cute stuff, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to look Go into for it. Yeah. yeah. 
All right. I don't want to see you wearing Lululemon. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> I do. They got the nice little shorts. Okay. I Mike would. So, okay. First of all, thank you for coming. And like, I mean, what does your fitness attire wardrobe look like? Do you own like 7,000 sports bras? I do. Um, consist of a crap load of bags that I have with tight sports bras, shirts. Pretty much for the most part, this is what I look like every day. Well, yeah. it's I'm very jealous actually because hey, talk to me about that. <laughs> I want to hear more. I would love to dress. I mean, you look so comfortable and athletic and sporty. Yes. Okay, so tell us a little bit about your background. Like, how did you even get into this lifestyle? Uh, which version do you guys want? You want the funny version? You want the serious version? You want a half little and mixture? Half. Okay, but a smorgasbord of all yeah. of those things. It was a cold, dark night in 2004. No, just do three reps. Um, do three reps of explanation, and then uh... and then five sets. Got it. So fitness journey. Uh, it's been started in 2014. Um, quiet girl for the most part. Um, I, fitness found me actually. I uh, used to live in Harlem. Oh, deep. And yeah, and uh, young a lady by the name of Sirico. Shout out to Sirico. Uh, saw me in the gym. Said, "Hey, listen, you got this body. Like, what are you doing with it?" I'm like, I mean. Can't really talk about it here, but doing a lot of things with it. Uh, Jenny Andrew says that when I'm in working out with him. Be like, yo, what you doing with that body? I go, yo, chill, yo. Nah, you wow. say body hair. I said, what are you doing all that body hair? It's, it's a lot. Did you shave your big toe yet? Didn't we talk about this last Ooh. episode? I waxed it. Go ahead. Continue. Okay. In the gym, long story short, told me, what am I doing with that body? Um, I said, you know, I'm just, I, I'm athletic. I've always been training, et cetera. And she said, you know, you'd be interested in some bodybuilding. You know, you look like you have that, you know, that look, that Latina, spicy, because I'm a food, apparently. Um, so I just kind of went with it. And um, four years later, it just kind of, again, it, life just guided me into that direction. And here I am, four years later, and I'm a certified personal trainer. I just passed my test on Saturday. Hey! Oh. I that out there. Certificada oficial, mi amor. Because there are personal trainers that are not. Let's talk about that. Uh -oh. Let's talk about that. How does that make that? you feel? Because, I mean, there are people that, no, no te pore, no. No te pore, tú. Tú le das ahí heavy. Tranquilo. I mean, people think that being a personal trainer is just about, you know, hey, let me tell you how to do these sets. It's actually to prevent injury. Your job mm. is to prevent people from going into a gym and hurting themselves. Because, I mean, I'm sure you guys have seen these videos. I mean, people are doing crazy things in there. You I can heard, really hurt yeah. yourself. I hurt myself in the vending machines in the gym. I'm like, yo, my hand's stuck. Jamie. I'm trying to get this water. Jamie. <laughs> so, you know, I think uh, there's all different types of trainers. I mean, no, no hate to anyone. I just think by being certified, it gives you that license. It gives you that say of, you know, I have the education towards it. And, you know, I know what I'm doing. So Yeah, because I noticed, like, okay, so there was a time I used to go to, like, this gym called The Big Gym. It's closed now. And I seen some of the personal trainers, and I'm like, there is... They're just, what are they doing? Like, mm -hmm, they're mm -hmm. literally mm -hmm. taking, and these people who are sometimes haven't worked out, they yeah. want to get in shape, they're vulnerable, they don't know better, they yeah. don't know how to compare. Yeah. Are you talking about me, Mike? <laughs> all that stuff described me in Jabs. the Jabs. <laughs> and it sucks because then sometimes when they do go to a legit personal trainer, they're already jaded because they've already yeah. gone through the bad experience. Yeah, yeah, super true. Super so true. how do you, like, how do you re-educate some of the people that are jaded and don't want to, like, really get involved with that because they've been having a bad history on it? I always say do your research on your personal trainer. Just because someone, may, even sometimes people just look fit doesn't necessarily mean they know what they're doing. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's not all about the look. That's why I encourage folks to actually do the research on, on your trainer, see if they're certified, where are they from, what are their credentials, et cetera. Because you'd be surprised out there. There's a lot of a lot of fakeness happening. Mm. What did it take? It's a fad. You, what did it take to get certified? Um, so it, it depends on who you use um, as far as a certification. But for me, it was 150 questions. Um, give you a three. It's a three-hour test, and it takes about maybe five to six months to study. Question: Was it was it more difficult than the Met trivia, or was it? Um, yes. Okay. That was easy. Okay. You guys mm. weren't that good, but anyway, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Does that mean? Let's just be honest. No, we appreciate your honesty. <laughs> so, like, when did you decide to make a living out of this? Uh, oof. When did I decide to make a living? I, I would probably say uh, I'm a, with my first influential client. I've been working with her for a while, and just to see her tell me that her day's better just by seeing me was very impactful. Um, and to change people's lives in that way for me is very, very impactful. When you as say well. influential, she's like a, a celebrity or an influencer. I can't say. Okay, give us a little tidbit, girl. Make it rhyme. Make it rhyme. Come or on, you ain't yo, gotta yo, say yo, who yo. it is, but like you know, what's her eye color? Is she on TV? She she, she dating Alex Rodriguez. <laughs> like, just give us a hint. She's a girl. Okay. I know who you're talking about. I know. Yeah. I'm, I'm, right away. I knew it. I saw it in your face. Oh, my God. I cannot believe. Do you have any pictures with her? I do. Okay. I'll show you later. <laughs> so, um, but just kind of working with her, it was, it, it was just, uh, it, it really changed my life to know that I'm also changing other people's lives. It just kind of hit me that this is not just about looking good. What do you feel like after you train somebody? Like what kind of success goes through your mind? Uh, that's a great question. What kind of success goes through my mind? I think... Um, Knowing that I've added a bit of happiness to someone's life. Because, I mean, most of the time we think that we're training, again, to kind of, like, look good. But on average, it's really what's going on inside the mind, Mm. usually. You know, you have some sort of baggage that you're carrying around physically. um, That That's basically what I do. It's kind of get into that. I always try for the revenge body. But then I get the I end up with the regret body. <laughs> T- tell us about the regret body. What what does that look like? Just a lot of donuts. Okay. It's caused by a lot of donuts and uh, and pizza. No, I I I do a serious question though. Like, anytime I've done like any little any type of personal training, like they tell you like, yo, you gotta this is important, but. The eating is yeah. just as important. And I feel is. like that's harder. Without a like nutritionist, I feel like, oh, I need someone to really yeah. like do you are with your clients, do you kind of call them up and say, I hope you like do you follow their eating habits as strongly as you do the workouts? Or? Um well you're correct on the first part. Eating is is pretty much eighty percent of the whole shaboying. Um as far as what I do, I believe more so in guidance. You can't necessarily say, Hey, here's a sheet of paper, eat this. We're talking about folks that have been eating a specific way, especially Latinos. Arro con guandules and pollo guisao. And to for you to kind of come in and change that over thirty something years is pretty it's pretty difficult to do. Mm. So for me, it's more so guiding, figuring out where's the emotional eating coming from. Because eating that specific way all comes from inside. Definitely. So you're, you're, it's 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 semi self deprecation, right? When you're putting poison in your body. We don't, I mean, it's drastic, but that's that's the truth. So mm. I give more guidance than anything else. Do you feel that um, with? Uh people who are creating diets and stuff like that especially in latinos have we caught up or is still a challenge educating because it's true like like my parents even like specifically my mom like if i was to say i'm working out she's like no it's so hard because you could be i've visited latino households and i've been like on a strict diet and they do not 
they do not want to hear a no. Yeah. They are going to make you eat that food. Yeah. Um, it, it's, a, it's a big question I get often. I think our community in general, I'll speak for the Latino community, I think um, we've just been ingrained to eat that type of food. I mean, as a, as a typically poor culture, right? A lot of the foods that we're eating are just affordable. I mean, when you don't have money, what do you do? You go for, lo plátano tan siete pa un peso, let's get those. A bag of rice. A bag of rice, the canilla Can costs $4. You look at the organic stuff, it's priced a lot higher. So it goes to show you how in what type of a world we live in where what's best for you is something unreachable for folks that can't afford it. And personally, I think that's systematic. We can get into that, but that's a whole different story. I think it's built that way. We should, because honestly, why is Whole Foods and Trader Joe's and all those like health food stores so damn expensive and not within it? They're not within reach Mm -mm. to the lower household income Mm -hmm. communities. I think it's a mixture of obviously economics, right? Where us as a, as a culture, predominantly we're not making as much as other folks, right? We all know that. Mm-hmm. And I think it's also culturally ingrained in your mind, right, that this is the way you must see un arroz, a big plate, and, and, and culturally this is what we've been taught, when the reality is not really how it works with your body, technically. So you were talking a lot about mind, body, and soul, and yes. you work with your clients on more than just their physique. Yes. Tell us more about that. Oof. So, I mean, to tie it into my story, uh, what runs in my family and a lot of, I think, I think a big topic that us as Latinos ignore is depression and anxiety. You know, I think when we say, ay, yo tengo depresión, you know, oh, eso se te quita. Bebete una cervecita, un traguito por ahí, you'll be fine. Yeah. And, you know, it's a real big issue. I think it's cliche just to talk about it, us as Latinos, that it does exist. So um, depression runs in my family back way when. So I think for me, I realized because I wasn't taking care of my body, that affected my mood. And therefore, I kind of lived a very miserable life until 2014. Uh, yeah, in terms of eating, how I treated myself, how I spoke to myself, who I dated. It was just a real massive mess. And I realized that by empowering my body, I was therefore empowering myself. So that's what I want to pass on to the Latino community. I think we need more of that. Well, I think it's an amazing time right now because now yeah. people are talking more about mental health. Yes. A lot of people are talking about that. And it is interesting because it's sort of like it works hand in hand. It does. It does. Now, I have a question. If you go to Washington Heights right now, there's a lot of fake booties, a lot of surgery, a lot of women yeah. are taking the shortcut. Wait a minute. What? <laughs> yes. How did I not know How- this? How does it work from your point of view? Because I know you must maybe once in a while see some clients that are like, you know what? It's tax season. I'm just going to go to DR and I'm just going to take a shortcut. And I feel like people are just going in there. Like, yeah. From your perspective as a personal trainer and someone that is going there, what, what is your point of view on that? So, I mean, I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm for or against. I think we all have our own decisions that we make for our own specific reasons. For me, it's more about longevity. I think plastic surgery, you know, for the specific person that gets it is okay, but I think the longevity in it, your your physical body can't withstand exterior um, uh, exterior foreign objects as normally as you would if you were to grow it yourself. For example, if you do get glute injections or any sort of butt injections, et cetera, your hamstrings don't support that type of weight. So there's a lot of things about your body, and I won't get into it, but mm. in, in order for it to function correctly, if you're if you're placing things on the exterior inside of it, it throws other things off. Yeah, but nobody cares about my hamstring. Ex- See, this is what I'm saying. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> they only looking at my butt. So you're, what you're saying is it depends on the doctor. <laughs> <laughs> 
something like just that. Just Yelp a good one. Yeah, and fine. then five stars. Yeah, five, five, stars. five stars. What if you get hamstring and glute injections <laughs> at the same time? I'm glad you asked that. That's a, actually a question I've gotten. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Isn't that crazy? Look at my face. I'm not shocked that you asked me uh, yeah. that. Um, there's no such thing as a hamstring implant. <laughs> not yet. Not yet. That's true. Wait to get not into yet. that. That's, there's money to be made. Because <laughs> there's the balance, right? If you you're going to get the butt injections, you, you gotta need the, get hamstrings the hamstrings to support it. So You got it. You got it. Okay, I'm, I'm on it. It might be coming out. Who knows? You have a lot of background in doing dancing and stuff. How does that help out right now what you're doing with your background, all the dancing and stuff? Um, so the da- the dancing's taking a little backseat because of the training. Um, but once I get back back to it, I think for me dancing was my outlet back when I was in that depressive state of just like fun and util- utilizing what's best in my culture, which is that merengue, bachata, that whole kind of mix. And kind of forgetting about life a little bit. I think we all get on the dance floor. We can agree that it's a place of like, just happiness, happiness, fun. Yes. You're on that dance floor just thinking about, you know, how you're feeling, how you're looking, who you're with, the next person. You're not really thinking about, I got to pay the Verizon bill tomorrow. Damn. Damn. Who am I going to make out with next? Right. What? Yes. I'm, what do you This mean? was what? back in the day. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she had a flashback. She had a back <laughs> to college. So... That's kind of where the dancing ties in for me. So, yeah. what do you, I'm oh. sorry, just because yeah. on the dancing tip, what do you think about these these dance these uh, workouts that mix dancing? Like it's kind like, of it's Zumba. Like, yeah, like Zumba. I love it. I love it. I'm actually thinking about getting into it this summer. It's funny you say that. Okay. Yeah, that's kind of like my style. My style is very like group fitness and motivational. I do the one on one, but I'm also like you know I, I'm energized. So I I like them. I, I was thinking about getting into it. So mm. that's part of my plan. Have, have you always had this amount of energy, or is this something that you yeah. manifested? From working out Oof. and eating right. Um, I'd say it's an energy I was born with that was suppressed over time by the people around me. Oh. <sighs> Which is why I tell people, be careful who you hang around. Okay. Yo, Mike, yes. we should, can't hang yes. out anymore. <laughs> she she just opened my eyes. I think you <laughs> You're be, holding me back. You'd We're be a better seats. person yeah. without Mike. I We're think. switching seats. Look, I got a lot of heat, specifically from oh, Rachel. Let's talk about this. I heard about it. last... Uh, for last Christmas, I actually um, got you to personally train my my girlfriend. You Thank you so much for that. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> there's a, there's a certain stigma of hiring a personal trainer for your girlfriend because it's like, oh, she trying to lose. You well, know, the first thing to- you told when you said, I was like, oh, so what'd you get Sophie for Christmas? I got her a personal trainer. I was like, oh, so you told her she was out of shape, mm. and basically said, in order for you to be with me, I need you to be in I shape. Did not, I did not say that. <laughs> Whenever your voice gets high pitched, it's like, wait, is that, is that how it's interpreted to women? Lying. Yes, I think that's so how, how we interpret it. How do you deal it. with that? This is my honest, honest opinion. I've, I mean, I've, I've had instances where husbands or boyfriends come up to me and say, "Listen, my girlfriend, you know, yo, bro, let's, let's do something." I think it's sweet. I Thank do. You. I think it's sweet. I think. If you're an empowered, not standing by you, if you're an empowered, confident woman, I feel like my man coming up to me and saying, hey, sweetie, listen, I think, you know, I know you're stressed out a little bit, kind of letting yourself go. I mean, think about it. As women, especially, we like to feel sexy, empowered, and strong. So if that's kind of, if you're letting yourself go and your partner is cognizant enough to see that, I think you're looking out for me. I think you're looking out for I think a good middle ground is if like, oh, I'm also going to get a personal trainer as well. But then don't do that. (laughs) Pretend that you're personally training. Let's do it together and then just not show up. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. She's like, how's the personal training going? It's personal. I don't want to talk about it. (laughs) Jamie. 
how how um how has it been a positive impact for you with social media? Because uh, now I, I've seen some of your videos getting reposted. How does that work? Is it something that you could see that some some of your clients get motivated or see like I want to work out with her? Or I want her to personal train. How's yeah. that change? Uh, I think. Uh, the rece- the the reception of the folks has been amazing. I didn't think it would turn out to be the way it was. For me, I get more feedback on my energy. Mm. People say that when they see my videos or they meet me and they train with me, they're like, you're contagious. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I can feel your excitement, your passion, and you really care. And I do, so I try to portray that in my videos. I've gotten so much love. It's been it's been amazing. I, didn't, I thought at first I'd be like, ah, I don't want to come off like, you know, it's all about how you look because it, it can be that mm-hmm. way. It can be a little... A little... Yeah, like a little intimidating at yeah, times. Yeah, I've, I've had that. I mean, for, I'll give you an example. <laughs> I was in Washington Heights, of all places. Of course. Minding my own business, walking down the street. <laughs> and there was this gentleman that stopped me, and he goes, oh, I'd love to say something to you, but just you just look so intimidating. Oh. You know, and I stopped, I, which I never do, but I stopped, and I had a conversation with him, like, hi, nice to meet you. If you think I'm intimidating, let's talk. Let's. How about you find out? Right. So I think you give that off sometimes. That How whole, about like, you walk into my knuckles? <laughs> Face first. That's your version? Awesome. It works 50, 50% right. of the time. <laughs> that works too. <laughs> How do you, what is your advice if it's like, and even for yourself when you go through it, if you go through it, where you're like, today I just, I'm not in the mood to work out, even though it's a day, you know oh, what I mean? Like where question. you're just like, I, I can't right now. Yes. How do you push through that? How do you tell your clients to push through that? Where it's like Good question. people start skipping appointments yeah. and you're like, I could, I could tell that you're you're losing it. You're losing Got you. Um, I mean, for the most part, I I think it's for me, I don't highlight so much the not going. I think it's figuring out where the where the loss in motivation is coming mm-hmm. from. So I kind of dig. Let's not focus on, OK, you didn't make it today. Let's focus on what happened today that made you not want to go Mm. and I think that's more so the issue is the root not necessarily the effects because most people quit within 30 days they Mm. just they just don't want to do it anymore so it's figuring out the the root issues really Mm. I don't know if that makes sense I'm very psychological (laughs) I know I'll get in your mind so new um as you know I'm uh training to be I heard marathon I heard is there any advice you can give me because I know that at first I thought it was just run 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 Mm. run um and and you know the more I'm talking to people they're telling me I'm like I need to lose like 30 pounds is that Damn. true like it, it Damn, made... Rachel that's not nice to say <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't say that Jamie did you Rachel no I didn't she thought about it how can I say that same when I've recently gained 40 you're with child I know but you know um <laughs> losing all that weight uh maybe from a uh anatomical perspective meaning if you're lighter I mean mm-hmm. have you seen the marathon runners that run yeah. the city marathon they're usually very slim I think if you think about it generally what's lighter will move faster right right that's pretty much it so if folks are telling you to lose some weight that's predominantly probably why the only advice I gave him was to shave because the hair is gonna slow him down also the wind method you might want to that's, that's trim down the legs thanks, a little bit. obvious and Thank the nipple you, hair because that'll make and it, I don't even mean your face I mean your like your back and your chest I don't have you know I don't have a hairy back <laughs> um okay when you wear the shirts the v-necks a little bit the neck. bush comes out <laughs> yeah a little oh. bit just a little something that's all he's got all a bush right. a back bush a neck right. bush uh, uh, enough of me <laughs> so new. <laughs> How are you? Me. How are you envisioning your business in the next couple of years? How are you adapting now? Because there's a lot of stuff out there, even in Pinterest. There's a lot of yeah. self stuff. How do you adapt to this uh, 
this time of so much information on the internet? Yeah, I think for me, uh, right now where I'm t- trying to take my brand is more so back to the community. I mean, I'm, I'm living right now in Bushwick. I just moved to Bushwick. Mm. Shout Brooklyn! Out, shout oh, out to God. Brooklyn. I, I, I think my main goal is to remind uh, just, especially in the society we're in right now, the Latinos that were here, that we're doing it, that we're everywhere, and we're in the fitness industry as well. And I think for me, it's bringing that back to our communities where unfortunately, as you know, Brooklyn, Williamsburg, it's all changing. Mm-hmm. And I want to make sure that I can still inject that sense of Latino, you know, uh, positivity and a different type of uh, swag, I guess, if you will, keeping that in, in the neighborhood because it's, it's disappearing, unfortunately. You last time we saw each other, you were thinking about opening up a business. Yeah. Can we talk about it? Can we talk about it yet? I don't know if I'm there yet. Okay. Mm. I don't know. Okay. Let's just say that the end goal is to have my own studio. Mm. I would love nice. that. I would love that. I would love that. Keep getting Latino owned business. Why not? Let's it. do it. Yeah. I would love it. I would love it. And I think we need more studios or, you know, more training facilities yeah. owned and operated by Latinos in yeah. order to really get the message across. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the education portion, too. I think with us is the education just doesn't reach our, our, our neighborhoods. It doesn't reach our people, you know, as far as food, as far as gym, as far as just doing this in addition to looking good, it's not just about looking good. It's a, what kind of a person are you, you know? Yeah. Where's your core? What lies within your mind? Again, psychological. Mm-hmm. It's my forte. Yeah. Well, speaking <laughs> of the last time we saw each other, that was a random run-in, wasn't yes, it? Yes, let's talk about that. I bumped into yeah. you guys we at the, the banquet. We were Omega Phi Beta Theta Chapter 20th so Anniversary. Mm-hmm. So you're a beta. I am. Do you train any of your sorority sisters? I do, actually. I've actually trained some of the younger girls that have known me from the past when I used to perform and dance for the sorority. They've reached out to me like, girl, I love your abs. How can I get that? Call me. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. I had seen you guys. You guys were hosting. Yeah, we yeah. were. Did you have fun that night? I had a How blast. How was our hosting? I had a blast. You were great. Oh, just me? No, I'm joking. Uh, it's contagious. <laughs> it's <okay>. Psychological. <laughs> Psychological. Thank you. I had to be on Team Baby. I'm sorry. It's three of us versus yeah. Thank yeah. you, no. You guys are awesome. You guys are awesome. <laughs> and we actually know some, some of the folks from Stony Brook, uh, Small World, right? Yes. All of us. Like so. some of my really good mm-hmm. girlfriends mm-hmm. went to Stony Brook where you got your pharmacology degree. I did. Discuss. Let's discuss that. I That's also what catapulted the, the fitness was learning about medications and um Long story short, I got into pharmacy, did pharmacy for about eight years. And I just realized I think this country, what we what they implement is making sure that you live with the disease. I mean, most Latinos, Latinos and African-Americans on average, we have high blood pressure, diabetes that runs yes. rampant in our communities. Again, with what we eat and all that, I think the education portion is not really there. And when I learned about pharmacy was it's just, you know, a way to get you Keep you sick. What do you have? High blood pressure. Take this and live with it. Mm. And I, I personally think I'm here. And one of my purposes is to change that, that you can prevent all that and you don't need any meds. I mean, take it from me. I used to be on depressive medication and going to the gym. I'm not on anything. I don't take anything. Mm. So do you, you have a very like motivational speaker type of vibe, too. I, like, is that something that you would also kind of like where, you know, it's, you know, working out. But as also like you say, mind, body, spirit. Yeah. Would you... In, uh, you know, combine everything that you, mm-hmm. you know, every all the thoughts that you have on like motivating people. You're in my mind. Yeah, eventually Ooh. you'll do your it's own. It's funny you say that. I'm actually also a certified motivational speaker. 
So I did that at the beginning of the year. So I literally am the, uh, I encompass mind, body, and soul. The pharmacology was where I got my mental game ready. The body is the training and the soul is the dancing and the motivational speaking. So that's how I tie everything together. Yeah, I became an expert in all three to really teach people that that trifecta, if you can get your mind right, if you can get your body to catch up to where your mind is, and you can in here be a really authentic person to self, you can smash any goal. You know, mm. I, I need a little podcast motivation, so <laughs> yeah. maybe you can help me. Uh, What's your issue? Talk to me, sweetie. Uh, you know, sometimes I leave here new, and I'm like, was this the best podcast I could have done? <laughs> okay. And and I don't want to live leave here feeling that way anymore. Right. What are some words of motivation that will All get right. me out of that podcast funk? I think you should walk around with your head high with confidence. Know that every single day you tried your best. Recap the Even day. Even when I haven't? Even, you, every day that you've tried is your best. Okay. 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 Not be as hard on yourself as I think it sounds like you are. Sometimes. Yes. Right? Sometimes. Right? And take that day, take the corrections that you need to make, and then start again. Every day is a new day. Literally, a new day. Get the DVD set. Viste lo que yo hice ahí? Put that on a shirt and wear it. Yeah. And... and, and on that note, let's do the yellow care. Thank you, no. Thank you, guys. I love being here. You guys are awesome. time when we talk about que lo que so new please andreina tell everybody que lo que yo que lo que mi gente check me out on instagram new mind body soul that's n-u mind body soul facebook miss new and um for those people that are interested in training motivational speaking any type of programs anything like that you can email me at miss new fit at gmail.com how do you spell that m-i-s-s-n-u fit f-i-t at gmail.com perfect check me out Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Thank we you. have some stuff going on, don't we? Yeah, we do. Well, Room 28 has a show coming up, Jamie Headwriter. We have a show on June 2nd. It's at the Soho Playhouse. That's nice. 15 Van Damme Street. Damn. Tickets are on sale right now. You missed the early bird special. Listen, Latinos, we told you <laughs> you could save $5 until May 14th, but now the tickets are 25 So go to room28comedy.com slash showtime. And maybe, Jamie, do you want to tease a little bit of the sketch content? Well, ironically, uh, we do have we have a, a pregnancy workout sketch. Oh. Yeah. So, uh, this was meant to happen yeah. I see uh-huh. yeah, yeah, yeah. okay although if you actually saw it live you probably have notes you're like I, that wouldn't the I form wouldn't is terrible <laughs> your form is terrible <laughs> but um, yeah it's so far we've been rehearsing it and it's uh, it's very visually funny just the stuff that we're going to be doing on stage with the sketch so um, so that's just a sneak peek but definitely the, the show is going to be is looking good so far and definitely come through it's coming up yeah well you I'm can there. follow me at Rachel La Loca and, uh, yeah, who's next? And follow me on Jay Ferns, because I'm not going to do any more. But on Twitter, is underscore. Have yeah. you tried to get your Jay Ferns back? <laughs> he they stole it? This question. No, Twitter, someone has Jay Ferns, but it's like one follower. So I don't know. I think this person, 
Like I don't know. Maybe maybe they passed away. <laughs> they just left. There's no way to get wow. it back. Yeah. So. Jeez. But my Instagram is Jay Fern. So just go to my Instagram. It's funny he says that. I try to get Miss New and someone has it with one follower. And I've been like reporting them, just trying to. Mm. <laughs> oh, I know. That's a good. It that's works. a good technique. Yeah. Uh, I'll go next. Uh, Corriente Latina. <laughs> uh, the shoutouts. Uh, Right now, for Corriente Latina, they're going to have a screening for TAG, and they're going to oh, give some tickets. I want to see that. So you got to go to Chicago, okay. and then uh, enter, <laughs> and then you have the opportunity to, to win. Okay, tickets. well, continue. This will start this weekend. And for Uptown Collective, the London Academy of Music and Dramatic Arts are combining with Harlem School of Arts. They're doing an open audition on June 13th and June 16th. Have uh, a two-minute Peace, ready to go. You can go to Uptown Collective for more information and have the opportunity to be part of a intensive acting stuff. Danny, maybe you would want to get involved in that. Uh, my other shout-outs is obviously Push Pedal, which I've been taking a lot of spinning classes. Nice. Uh, I, I'm, I'm getting my cardio up, so that way when I start doing the running, I'll be in really good shape. And uh, That's why you got them legs. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> and then... Um, and then uh, another shout out to Danny Garcia, who's in the house. He's got a sketch that just came out called Grebo MD. It just came out today. So if you guys want to laugh, you should check out the sketch. We're, we could just check it out on your on your Instagram, right? L Danny Garcia on Instagram. That's E L Danny Garcia on Instagram. Yep, and then and he's shirtless in the sketch, ladies. So yeah, and he whips out his package. I, I need to approve this first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just saying, I'm a professional. Let me do Danny my job. Looks great. He just needs a little bit of a tan. That's all. <laughs> I want to make another shout out. Um, there's a, a newsletter, and I'll probably put the information out there called Cinelande. Uh, I don't no, know what Cine, you just said. Cinelandia. Okay. And it pretty much covers all the stuff that's happening on television, film, and everywhere for Latinos. Ooh. So I will uh, share the link, but it's a great newsletter. It keeps everyone informed about all the information that's going on with Latinos on television and film. Uh, and then I have one more shout out, but I'll do it afterwards. But you can catch me on Wambag on all the platforms. Okay, we have a couple of marketing partners to shout out. So big shout out to Yero. We got to send some love to our partners at Yero.com. That's double L E R O.com, the lifestyle and news platform for Latino men. So Yero is looking for some new storytellers to add to their roster. So if you're a writer, photographer, or just plain creative, they want to hear from you. Email them at editorial at Yero.com to find out how you can join the Yero Familia. Then we also have another movie, which we got to talk about. The film Sunky Punky 3 is coming. It's back. It's back. It's a trilogy. Dominicans rejoice. Yes. Dominicans. 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 The Star most, Wars. The most popular comedy franchise in the Caribbean is back. Sunky Punky 3 theaters in the United States. It's hitting on June 1st. So the successful movie will premiere um, in New York City, New Jersey, Providence, Lawrence, Reading, Atlanta, Orlando, and Miami. And the story's full of adventures, laughter, and, you know, typical Latino shit that we want to see on the big screen. And it stars Fausto Mata, Tony Pasquale, Aquiles Correa, so a lot of funny comedians from the Dominican Republic. Mm. We're actually giving away tickets what? to the premiere. Are we doing a Sanky Panky trivia? Because I'm definitely going to lose that. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, we're doing a premiere. Uh, the premiere is on May 31st, mm-hmm. I believe. So that's before it even hits theaters. So stay tuned to our social media to see how you can win tickets. Yes, girl. You can win tickets. We're giving away, guess how many pairs, you guys? Six pairs. That means our oh. entire audience will win a ticket. Okay? <laughs> look you under get your, a ticket. Look under your seat. You get a ticket. So be sure to follow us at We Are Latinos Out Loud to see how you can get your chance to win when this episode comes out. And also remember, if you have, if you want to have the opportunity to see us live, email us at wearelatinosoutloud at gmail, and you have an opportunity to see us live yeah. in the flesh. And then the last shout-out is my girlfriend Sophie and even Ariana. They're having a show this Friday at the pit. Uh, Mama always said it's going to be at the Striker pit at the east side, right, where you guys perform their bragging yep. rights, right? And it's going to be Friday at 8 p.m. Um, I'll put the link for the tickets. So. Amazing. If you want to go check it out. Thank you, New, for coming. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Thank you, me. live audience. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Another one in the books. This is episode number what overall? 21. No, but overall? 55. 55. Oh, <laughs> my God. 55. We qualify for AARP at this point, so that's really <laughs> exciting. Thank you, yeah. Carlos, and everybody here at Univision Euphoria. Listen, you guys, we need more reviews. We have 114, and I want us, by the time we're doing this next week, to have 125. Is that realistic? Wow. I think that's I think realistic, so. okay. right? So please whip out your cell phones and go to Latinos Out Loud on iTunes and leave us a review. Give us a couple of stars rating. Let us know how we're doing here. We want to make this the best podcast we possibly can. On that note, we out! Oye, mijo, ¿qué show es ese que están escuchando? ¡Tremenda vaina! Hola amigos y bienvenidos a Tremenda Vaina, el show donde escuchas cuatro historias que desafían la realidad. De las cuatro, solamente una es mentira. ¿Cuál será? Nos puedes encontrar en tu plataforma favorita. iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Suscríbete hoy. Y esto es Tremenda Vaina. Tremenda Vaina. There have never been more options for your next vehicle, but the right choice has never been clearer. That's because Toyota has a high-performing hybrid built for your exact needs, like the stylish all-new Camry XSE Hybrid and Venza, the spacious Highlander and all-new Sienna with more cargo space, and the fuel-efficient and high-performing RAV4 Hybrid. Toyota hybrids save you time and money, filling up less often at the gas station. And of course, all with 10-year, 150,000-mile warranty on new models. Take the next step. Visit Toyota. Toyota.com slash hybrid or your local Toyota dealership to learn more.